good. Are we doing a podcast? Did someone actually miss him? They say Richard Simmons is missing, that fitness guru from the 80s. Yeah, the curly, like the, uh, the perm. You work in TV now? Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the Michelle Durante Show. I'm your host, Michelle Durante, doing a little something different. We got a little video going on so you can see how cool we have it over here in the uh, in the studios from downtown, live Suffolk County, downtown Copaig, New York. Great place to live. A lot of cool stuff going on, a lot of terrible stuff going on. I would love to hear Alex Jones's take on what's going on. That would be like the most uh, effective thing, I think. Ugh. I don't think we should call him president. He's a pussy. Let's just call him a pussy. Because this is what bullies do. They just come in and they just destroy everything and they don't care about what's going on. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who aren't too familiar with Russian history. And that's like probably most of us. I asked a friend of mine, Peter Bales. You might know him. He's a comedian. And uh, he was saying that, um, I said, he's also a, a history professor. And I said, what's the deal with Russian history? How can I learn about it? And he goes, read the Russian novelists. And that's what I did. I, dude, I have them right here. Look, and no joke. You have to read like Dostoevsky and stuff like that. It's hard to get through, but it's, it, once you get through it, it's pretty interesting. Nothing wrong with challenging yourself, you know? And so the interesting thing about it is I read those books, you know, years ago. Sometimes I pick them up again. But what I found is that um, it's so relevant to what's going on today. It's scary. It's like when, uh, when, that, when, when Trump uh, was president and people said, start reading uh, 1994. And all those like, you know, apocalyptic kind of things were coming, you know, but this is like, seriously, this is like reading history unfold again. And, um, you know, people don't understand, especially about the Russians and everything. You got to remember, like, I remember I was in college with uh, when Chernobyl happened and there was country, they didn't say anything. They didn't say, oh, yeah, we just had a nuclear disaster. These guys just went, no, 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 nothing happened. Um, I don't know what happened. It's like, who left the refrigerator open? Who drank all the milk and just left a little bit? It's not that, it, you know? And what happened? And so then all these other European countries, like as far away as I, I'm pretty sure it was England, were like, all of a sudden they're getting these radiation monitor uh, filter readings that are off the chart. And then they finally said, oh, yeah. And these guys, like now, you know, they didn't have uh, media the way we have it now. But you see these guys that they go in and they, they were cleaning out the nuclear reactor. They told, just like they do with the army, where they just make them join the army. These guys have no training, no interest. So they were making them go and clean it, like regular firemen. It's like the FDNY. Imagine if they told the FDNY, go clean out that nuclear reactor. They'd be on the phone with their union head in a heartbeat. You know? Thank God. Uh, 
just thank God nothing serious happened because these these lunatics, I forget what night it was like Thursday or Friday night they were shooting into the uh, into one the one of the largest radioactive plants that that, that they have, and they cause damage and you know of course they're going to say oh no it's really not a lot it was just an office building well you know it was somebody's office and it was it homer simpson's office was it homer's office i want to know that but you can't trust these guys and i don't know what it is and you can't you 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 can't blame any one administration because for the last 20 years it started with you know bill clinton he tried to make uh, everything nicey-nicey, you know? I trust this guy. And then and even Bush, I looked into his eyes and I could see his soul. And you know that Laura's probably kicking him now. Stupid ass. What'd you say that for? Obama, same thing, you know? And, and, and Trump. Trump basically, you know, had a sleepover with that guy. Oh. Go to the Strand, Strand Bookstore. It's amazing. 13 miles of books. My favorite place in the whole wide world is the Strand. There you can find out about a lot about Russian history because they have all kinds of books. The Strand. That's the other thing, too. So now nobody's reporting from Russia. So even like the CNN, there was a, a woman from uh, uh, CNN, a reporter. She, she's like, they're flying. I guess she's coming home. They told everybody, get out now. Get out now. Vladimir's going crazy. But I was saying, it's all, it's nobody's fault. I think part of it is, you know, the United States after World War II basically was in a position to say, hey, we got to be some examples of, of, you know, maybe not our government, but like a free world. Let people do. And of course, you know, we invaded things too. And we're all guilty of that. But this is just, um, you know, Putin basically came out and said he wants it back to Mother Russia. You know, it started off in, uh, it starts off like in, in, uh, in 1999 when he invaded Chechnya. And uh, he was under the pretense that he was, you know, protecting the, the people that spoke Russian there and still, you know. And meanwhile, a lot of these, you know, like Georgia too, a lot of these these little independent nations, you know, they were, they were once part of the Soviet Union, but you see what starts to happen. He's like, you know, he started with Chechnya, then he went over to Syria and he did a little something there and, and bombs, you know, some stuff over there. And then now look what he's doing right after the Olympics, just like he said he would, you know, just like after the Olympics the last time. It, it, and all, you know, all these, these leaders are like servicemen going in and facing up with these guys. You know, and these, and you know, some of these Russian soldiers too, they don't even know what they're going, getting into. This guy's just like, they're calling their mothers. They're saying, you know, we're out, we're out in this convoy. We've been out here for like 10 days. I'm cold. We're hungry. We have no food. It's just crazy. And, and, you know, Russia's more integrated than Cuba and Iran. Um, They don't, they didn't have, you know, we had that with uh, with Carter. There was that whole um, we you know put sanctions and everything on Iran and you know and things like that, and oil went up and and everything. But you know, somebody suggested that maybe we should start to suspend 
those um, sanctions on Venezuela and Iran, just, you know, to release um, some of their oil and get, you, you were getting it one way or the other, you know, we're going to have to do it one way or another. And it's better to, you know, say maybe, hey, let's try it this way again. And if we, and you know, and also the person said we can produce a lot more oil than, you know, we can step up production in oil. And, you know, maybe it's, it's time to start to do that. Um, you know, a lot of people like, oh, but oil, you know, the environment, but we are much better with producing cleaner oil as opposed to Russia. And I'm not saying this is a solution. I'm not, you know, I'm just throwing it out there because this is just, you know, um, you know, one of the things that's, uh, was going on, you know, that's going on out there. One of the, one of the, uh, cause nobody knows what to do. Joe Biden doesn't want to start, you know, sending the air force there to shoot fighter jets like it's top gun. And it's wild because you hear, I hear all this stuff now, like the, the, the mad agreement, mutually armed destruction. Somebody asked like, well, what would happen if they launched a missile? What would happen? This was last night. They were asking a, uh, like one of these command, oh, a, a Navy SEAL. They were asking this Navy SEAL. He was a Navy SEAL for like 20 years, retired now. And they said, what would what would happen? What would happen? And he said, well, they have an, a mutual arms um, destruction agreement. You go, we go. And that's really, really scary. That's why I went on video, because I figured you wanted to get a picture of this before we disintegrate. And these guys are using those vaporizing. These Russians are using like those vaporizing things. But you know what? I have a feeling it's like anything else. You know, I doubt the government's going to say, oh, yeah, we have a plan in place to do this, this, and that, and we're trying, you know, uh, whatever. Something's got to be done. Hopefully something will be done. People are saying, hey, maybe, you know, like even even these Ukrainians, man, they're still fighting, even though the Russians are in their, in their uh, villages. They're standing on top of their tanks waving like the huge Ukrainian flag. Like the huge one, you know, like my gay pride flag that I had hanging out here and my neighbor got pissed, you know? He didn't get pissed with my police flag. Kook. So on Pride Day, I, I played, this was during the pandemic, you know, when everybody was, so on Pride, I, I, uh, I pumped up some like, some like dance music and it was just out on the deck. It's totally... It was kind of sad. It was like my own pride, but it was, you know, hey, you know, don't fuck with comedians. Oh, I said the F word. Now I got to make this thing. I got to make this. Uh, I got to bump up the uh, the rating now. Sorry about that. Sorry that you can't listen to this cheery topic around your family, around the dinner table. I apologize for that. But anyway, back to that crazy. We're not calling him president anymore. We're calling him a pussy because that's all he is. Um Anybody who opposes him seems to mysteriously, like, get radiation poisoning, fall out of a window, get assassinated in front of the Kremlin, vaporize, crazy shit going on. I would love to know what Alex Jones has to think about this. I tried to look at my, look at this, it's my home studio. If things calm down, I'll give you a tour uh, of the uh, of the home studio, um, which is this is just like a testing. See how it goes, you know. See how we got the 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 live, the video, and this. We're gonna see how it works out. It might be good. 
might not be good. But we're going to listen. This is the deal, though. Thursday, March 10th, 7.30, I'm going to be at Don't Tell Mama in New York City for a phenomenal comedy show. It's a variety show. And got a lot of great comics on it. You go to the website, go to Don't Tell Mama, and uh, you can get your tickets. You could go to, you could follow me on Instagram. I got the link up there. I'm getting, I'm pulling up the, uh, this is really cool. I'm going to the website right now for Don't Tell Mama. It's a, uh, oh, it's been established since 1982. So this is no joke. This isn't some low class gig I'm doing. This is a nice gig, all right? And, um, it's a really cool place, actually. It's a piano bar, a restaurant, a cabaret. Um, just like a, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And it's on 343 West 46th Street between 8th and 9th Avenue. Let me tell you something. You guys can take the Long Island Railroad. You can jump on the Long Island Railroad, take it, to Penn Station, and you can actually walk up 10 blocks, get a little exercise, and come see Shell. I got a great, uh, you know, we're going to have so much fun. We're going to laugh. We're going to, um, we're going to have a variety show, like the, like the variety shows I used to watch growing up, like the Sonny and Cher show. Those are fun. Maybe Alex Jones will pop into, to the, uh, to the Don't Tell Mama show. I don't know that Alex would listen to a, a lesbian uh, podcast, but if he is, Alex, come on out there. Come on out. We'll have some chuckles over uh, this kook. You know, and you might want to come and see me before things get worse. And when I say worse, I mean, you know, we all vaporize. So, you know, this might be a last chance to come and see Shell Live because after that I'm hitting the road. I'm heading down to, uh, to Key West hit some places uh, coming back home on the East Coast. You know, that's if all goes well. But, I mean, to, to rest assured that you want to see Shell, come to Don't Tell Mama's Thursday, March 10th, 730, and I hope to see you there. And guys, one more thing, a uh, big shout-out to my friends at Teed Up. I love my T-shirts. I absolutely love them. Get some. I get some new ones every few weeks different varieties. They are fantastic. I love my t-shirts. I do like big trucks. I just don't like the obnoxious big trucks. You know, you always want to stay in the gray. So if you're not doing something that you shouldn't be doing, you try to stay in the gray. That's all I got to say. Guys, thanks for listening to The Michelle Durante Show. I hope to see you at Don't Tell Mamas Thursday, March 10th, 7.30, come on out there, get some chow, get some drinks, get loaded. Let's get loaded. Let's get shit-faced and have some fun, guys. I hope to see you then. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to The Michelle Durante Show. Tell your friends about The Michelle Durante Show. The only lesbian NYPD cop comedy podcast around there. Have a good week, guys. Stay safe. Let's do it. Bye.